And welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans podcast. Once again, I am your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell here on the Swell Shenanigans podcast. I know this is like a broken record at this point, but I am still trying to figure out exactly what the heck this podcast is. But I do know I want to talk about all things social media, pop culture, and shenanigans. And my guest today is my friend Paulina, also known as Lady Cassie on TikTok. (laughs) And I know her from my coffee shop days. So this is me being my big LA self and being like, oh yeah, back when I was the barista. When we were just we worked together. Small little pickle. <laughs> yes. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm I was so excited when you asked. I was like, oh, yeah. I would love to. Well, what was so funny is this is what happens whenever I find like people I actually know on TikTok. Like I they never tell me they're on TikTok. They just show up on my for you page. And then I'm like, Oh my God, she's like, she's got a full book cult on TikTok. Yeah, I know. I don't, oh man. That's like usually how it goes. I actually don't, I don't really tell anyone about my TikTok because I feel like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok has become such like a thing, you know? So it's always weird to be like, oh, by the way, I, yeah, I'm like TikTok famous. Like that's, I don't want to be that person. I never want to be that person. Like, yeah, I'm kind of famous on TikTok. Do you know who I am? Do you think these people know I'm a micro internet celebrity? (laughs) I'm like, it's, I mean, I've heard stories of like influencers going to like, you know, restaurants and getting these like hundreds of dollar, like, you know, checks because they've eaten. And they're like, um, could you cop Mm -hmm. this if, or comp this if I like, you know. Oh God. Yeah. Like if I post oh. you on, do you guys do uh, like collaborations? Oh. Like if I post you on my Instagram story, if I tag you guys, if I do a pop tag, what if I do a static post? Would that work? And it's like one, how much Valium and Xanax do you have to take to be cool with doing that? My anxiety would be through the roof to be, to ask for, I to asking yeah. for a new fork, I, my heart starts having palpitations. I can't imagine asking some minimum wage paid server uh, to, who just spent the whole night catering to me and my group to be like, hey, so do you guys do? I could not. I would. Wait, are you kidding? Like, I don't even know. Like as a person who's worked in the food industry, obviously, I'd be like, I mean, if you can personally pay pay my rent, that's fine. But I don't. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Anyway, I'm never gonna do that. Even if I get like a million followers on. TikTok. I would never do that. You pay people for their work. I'm going to clip this for one. Anytime you get big time, I'm just going to show you this clip. <laughs> That's what my family likes to call, say whenever I, if I mention something regarding to my work of being a creator or whatever. And I'm just like, oh yeah, no, I got I just got off a call with my manager or whatever. And it's like, I had these things when I was still living in Orange County. Like this isn't new. And also I've moved an hour away, but everyone's like, oh my God, Amanda's big timing us. She's so LA. And it's like, are you kidding me? You're like, I'm literally like, I could come to you right now. I'm an hour away. Like let's <laughs> oh, fight. Sorry. Put the fists up. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I am on BookTok. I am not integrated with BookTok, but they have swayed most of my purchasing decisions with books. My to be red pile is so goddamn big and it's all BookTok's fault. I just read the first book in the off-campus series. I just read The Deal. Do you like it? Honestly, I liked it well enough. Yeah. I don't think I liked it enough to like read the rest of the series. And that's the thing that I find oh, with like, oh okay, listen, yeah. I just played a barbarian. No, okay. So like that, it was partially for a video because I did a review of the first three books. But then I, the reason I read like a few other books was one, I wanted to know no. more about the lore of the planet. <laughs> 
of non-hop. As a sci-fi fan, I wanted to know more. <laughs> right. So I actually haven't read IPV, Ice Planet Barbarians. And I a lot of people are like, you know, not a lot. I think I've had two people say this. Paulina, please. Like, they're like, can you read it? Because I want to see your reaction. And so I read, like, <laughs> probably the first one, like, two chapters in. I don't know what happened. But I haven't read it yet. And I know, know people love it. So I need to read it i obviously know what it's about um, a couple of my yeah you know you know about the, uh, the, the nub. nub you know <laughs> three the nub have you seen the uh the sex toy company that is selling uh models of the <laughs> oh, i'm gonna find it hold on someone send me a link of the model dildos okay hold on no let's see that's honestly like perfect Oh my god. It is though. <laughs> is it ribbed for pleasure? God, I'm trying to find it. Did they unsend it? There's no way. Oh man, I love that. The influence book talk has. Anyway, I'm losing my mind. I cannot find it. But someone sent me a link to um hey guys, like found this. Oh my god, why can I not find it? Oh, if you didn't know now you do. Found it. Okay, here we go. Deepfantasies.com. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Oh, it's a dumb amount. It's a hundred and twenty-five dollars oh, Canadian. My God! It is. They have a they That's have a tiny. soda can in the photo for reference. How much is I'm it? I'm messaging you this link real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to be talking about uh, sex toys. Now. <laughs> you know, when I was asked to be on this podcast. <laughs> oh my God! I, oh my God! <laughs> so Paulina's going to go in and binge. <laughs> my. God. Hey, listen. The alternative dildo community is vast. <laughs> Firmness? My God. I wish that this is how I could, like, rank, like, men, like, actual real men's, like, penises, right? Yeah. Be, like, soft. 10X. We're talking about zero, 10A. Zero, zero, 30. <laughs> medium, zero to 50. Firm, 10A. <laughs> if you're not 10A, I don't want it. So now you're going to read Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> So you've gone. Oh my god, this is so amazing though. I love this. I'm a big they should do this the You're way patent pending. They could like you know what? I'm gonna what's the word? Copyright this now or like say this is mine now. I'm gonna Honestly, like bookboyfriends.com is probably like a great sex toy company name, you know. Audio listeners, if you need context, it'll like, be linked in the description. That's <laughs> genius, but this is like hardcore. I love this. I'm a huge advocate for sex toys, so I'm gonna. Yeah, no, but with Ice Planet Barbarians, like there was like <laughs> the more books you got into it, like I learned more about like the planet, like the science. I can pretend like, oh yeah, it's just the sex. No, I, I like the I like the science fiction portion. And considering how everyone was treating it, like the sex, the first couple of books of sex is not that wild. Like everyone's like, it's so crazy, and it's like just because the, they're the way their dicks are doesn't just automatically make it crazy sex, right? Because like, you know what? It's crazy because they're yeah, blue. yeah, and it's like okay, no one's even, like the first three books. I don't think anyone was even fucked up against a wall. And it's like you have these giant dudes, and they're not doing this. Come on, anyway. <laughs> it's amazing how because the book series was written in two thousand seven. I want to say, I uh, could be yeah. Wrong. Like I think the third one came out in like twenty thirteen. Like it's been a while for since this series has been like building. It blew up. One of my my friends. So part of the reason, or most of the reason that it blew up, was one of my friends, Emma. She like just kept talking about it and it blew up. Um, Charlie Swansong, 
Emma shout out, I guess. <laughs> because like see like what was it? I think CNN interviewed her or something about this book. See, oh hold on. If Emma Incredible. was this, this is gonna be so embarrassing because I don't even know. Hold on. Let me look her up. Emma, shout out. But yeah, back to the original point where, where my point was, it's like, I, I know what college is like. Like, I don't need to keep reading the off-campus series because I know what college is like, you know? Like, there's no nothing dry. Like, okay, I like Hannah. I like Garrett. I don't really care about anyone else. Right. <laughs> I, so I also read only the first book of the off-campus series. And it's like, I could mm-hmm. feel myself getting attached. But also mm-hmm. at the same time, I was like, millennials, please don't kill me for this. I'm a cusper. I'm basically one of half one of you. Yeah, same. Like two two cuspers, but we're yeah. probably both Gen Z. Like on paper we're Gen Z, but it was way too millennial the way that it was written for me. Nothing against L. Kennedy. Absolutely nothing against L. Kennedy and her like writing. Ooh. But are you just speaking about like the music taste that they spoke of? Or like what do you mean what do you mean when they say it's like just too millennial? Like cause the biggest thing for me that like was like oh this was written in a certain time period was um like the way that Hannah dressed like the yoga pants and like the bow in the hair I don't know oh like very 2012 mustache fashion I get what you're saying like all black but like a pop of color and then like he was like looking for it and it's like oh she has a bright pink barrette and I'm like who the fuck would wear that (laughs) (laughs) thank you so I it just like took that's what took me out of like that world where I'm like I can't I can't I'm like I can't relate but um sorry back to this so the off-campus series the off-campus series is another for audio listeners while you're looking this up um off-campus series is another one of the series that uh book talk and smut talk latched on to fun fact when I bought but I bought the hard copy of the of the deal and I was with my dad at Barnes and Noble because he was like crashing here for a night. And I went to go check out. And the girl behind the counter was like, this is, I love this series. I went through it so quickly. I loved it so much. And my dad did not understand. <laughs> he was like, she really liked that book. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she did. Um, must be really good. Well, so, okay. So my, yeah, my friend Emma that I was talking about with uh, Ice Spiders. Yes. Ice planets, ice, ice penis barbarians. That's what yeah, it that's it. Ice that's planet the barbarians. They did write a CNN article on her, and it's called mm-hmm. "How Sexy Blue Aliens Invaded Amazon's Bestseller List." So, okay, Emma, queen, queen, shit, Emma. <laughs> yeah, literally, icon. Iconic. Please tell me you have at least like the, the the headline with like, or at least your quote. Please tell me you have it framed because I'm a big believer in being your own cheerleader. You no. were interviewed by CNN about blue alien dicks. Please, please frame that headline. Please frame that quote, whatever. <laughs> I Even like the, the covers are being remade. I don't know if you can see this. I don't know if I'm allowed to show this. Yeah. But- okay. No, they're doing, so what they're doing is they're doing a special release. And so the writer Ruby Dixon is getting like money. There's a whole thing. It's going to be like, red, like widely released for a re-release. So I am going to buy the whole collection and display it prominently like an asshole. <laughs> no, please do. I oh my god! I was going to ask because there's a lot of rumors. So every once in a while, there is a series like Akatar, which is why does Siri want to? Um, I need to stop saying the word series because clearly my Siri computer is like yeah. So every once in a while on Book Talk, there is a collection of works, <laughs> um, or one particular like genre or world or whatever that gets touted by everyone Mm -hmm. and that's where people start claiming that they are being paid by publishers paid by authors to promote old books that are years old that have been released 
four years mm-hmm. and to try and get uh, back on the charts, to try and get movie and film deals, all of that. As someone who, I mean, I th- I consider you a player in book talk. You're at what, 30,000, over 30,000? Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly yeah. so. It's crazy. Have you ever been approached by an author or a publisher to get you to talk about a series other than... Um, ARCs, advanced reader copies. Have like just have you ever been? No, I you know I haven't. Um, I yeah, I haven't. Do you know anyone who has <laughs> to like get back on the market, or even just like, hey, I'm willing to pay you to speak about my book. And I'm not talking about so PR in any industry, but specifically the creator industry. And I do consider this to be part of. BookTok, Bookstagram, all of it. There is PR and PR is, you know, public relations, whatever. But PR being sent out is something that is essentially gifted to creators in the hopes that they'll talk about it. Yeah, It's not, there's no contractual obligation. There's usually no money involved. If there's money involved, then there's usually a contract and it's usually a sponsorship. Totally different. You have to disclose if it's an ad, all of that. If someone gets sent a book for free, and there's like, no, no, like, hey, we just sent you a book. We'd love if you could, but like, you don't have to, that type of thing. Yeah. That's PR. It's not like, hey, we're paying you, you know? So, yeah. I mean, if I was an author right now and I had a series that came out like two years ago and it was about, you know, whatever book talk is freaking out right now, I'd be sending everyone. <laughs> yeah. PR I, I have friends that have gotten sent free stuff and I think in the hopes that they might want to talk about it. Do you remember when Shadow and Bone came out? Like the movie, like the screen the show? Yeah. 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 So a few book talkers got sent like this Shadow and Bone package, which was honestly pretty cool. Are we concerned? So Okay, wait, let me clarify. Is it? So that was already, okay, so that, so Shadow and Bone, we can absolutely talk about that because I know that it's kind of a mixed bag where it comes on book talk. We can talk mm-hmm. about that 100%. Mm-hmm. But the PR packages, that was something that was like celebrities and people, they were just, that's just regular PR that was people just hoping they would talk about the show itself and not necessarily the books. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm talking more so like um, series that, you know, have been out for years. Like, let's say hypothetically, and I'm not saying that this is the case, but like Ruby Dixon, like this is not the case. But like, let's say she was like, I want to get my blue dick aliens to yeah. uh, become famous on Book Talk. Like, which I would say they were the first ones that like that book was the first one. That series was the first one that like got everyone talking about them. And it, it, people really realized the power of Book Talk at that point. But I not, but like, let's say like someone's trying to replicate that. Essentially. Yeah. In terms, in terms of like series being out for a while, I don't know anyone that has been reached out to. I haven't been reached out to. Yeah. It's always new books. Her email is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's an interesting question. I actually have never thought about that but I if I were an author that's had like my books out for a while I would probably yeah want to reach out to book talk too because book talk has a crazy weird influence it does yeah it's yeah insane. I hope that answered your question I don't know no you it. did you, okay no you absolutely did yeah no because there's always that like oh book talkers are being paid and it's like okay one article talked to one person who said that they were paid and it's like yes that means that everyone's paid and it's like god I wish <laughs> I know I have like two brain cells, uh, so me trying to explain <laughs> things is always just all over the place. I apologize. No, you're good. So, do you want to talk about Shadow and Bone and uh, Six of Crows? And like, have you read those series or no? I have not. I have not. Okay, read good. Me neither. <laughs> so, fun fact about me: um, I actually haven't read a lot of the series on you see on Book Talk because I 
have unhealthy attachments to them. Like often when I, I talk about this on my TikTok a lot because I think it's important to talk about just mental health in general, but I can't read constantly like other people might be able to do. Um, and I envy those people because they can read so many books and just keep going, but I get really depressed basically. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, I'm not able to function because I'm like so attached to book worlds. So yeah, I haven't read a lot of the series on book talk. I've read like, yeah, Akatar is a main one, obviously. That's Lady Cassian. <laughs> Lady Cassian. Uh, that was like the worst. It was my, my favorite like thing that, because it got me back into reading um, and got me into the world of book talk, which I'm eternally grateful for but that was probably the worst oppressive episode of my life mm-hmm. like just uh, that there was that it was a fictional world or they were attached to the characters like what yes, but all of it uh, all of it um and it's like <laughs> i would come home like crying to my mom and be like mom i'm never gonna find someone that's fey it's just like it's so real and i was like i know yeah i had a really <laughs> hard time yeah coping and I know a lot of people that have had the same experience with that series in particular Sarah J Mass has another series called Throne of Glass I don't know if you've seen seen that but yeah I like had a really hard time getting out of bed and like eating and showering and doing normal things that people should be doing and I was like hmm this is interesting and then I found out Sorry, this is, I don't know if this is okay to say. I'm just no, you're good. Religion. No, go ahead. So, and then I found out I had OCD and I was like, this makes sense because it's a very specific type of OCD where it's just like obsessive thinking basically. And you're just, I just like sit in my bed and I'm like still in this world and it's all I can think about. But um, it's been happening since I was really young. I think you'd probably like this, but my first... One of my first big attachments, obsessions, was Twilight, and it was Edward Cullen for me. Edward Cullen, Robert Pattinson, my everything. My absolute everything. Eight-year-old Paulina would go to the ends of this earth. Eight-year-old Paulina went onto Twitter and followed every single Robert Pattinson fan account. Twitter wasn't even a thing, and I did it. And I would, like, ask questions. I'd be like, do you really go to church with your family? What kind of question is that? I don't know. There was a a lot of that. And, like, we – if you – like, even just not just book talk but just uh, TikTok in general. I mean, I see people all the time talking about how, you know, they started reading fan fiction again since – for the first time since they were in middle school or they re-downloaded Wattpad or whatever. And I think a lot of it for a lot of people is just a need for escapism because – the world has been constantly on fire. Yeah. And every time someone picks up a fire extinguisher, it's like they're just pouring more gasoline onto the fire instead of putting it out for the planet. And so I think a little bit of escapism is good in a sense, but also in moderation, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Definitely. You know, the fact that you do know your boundaries, I think that's good. You know where your limits are. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to, you know, I used to read. I have had this, you know, I've had it my whole life. I've also been diagnosed. I'm not just saying like self-diagnosing. <laughs> I've been professionally diagnosed and I've, you know, had it my whole life. I just didn't know what it was. And I was able to read so much like in middle school. I feel like everyone goes through this phase where they read a lot. Maybe not everyone, but I was able to read like book after book after book without kind of going into this like meltdown. But I think, yeah, as you get older and you have to go through more things as an adult, 
as an adult. Um, sorry. Once you, for- once you finally learn what taxes are, then you're like, you know what? Yeah. I need to go to the high court for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just get so super attached. But the blessing about book talk is, is that I found people that like go through the exact same thing as I do. And I do not feel like a crazy person because it's like, you know, you're not a crazy person. I just want to say that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I guess. Yeah. Crazy is not really the right word to use, I guess, but it's like also in that same vein, like it is your diagnosis. You can refer to it. Yeah. As, <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, I'm just I'm like, crazy. just so you know, I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> like, just so you know, I'm like, I am, you know what? Yeah. Crazy me. I am. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just pictured you like speaking the uh, Jughead monologue from Riverdale with that. <laughs> She's ever seen without this hat on. I'm sorry. That's where my brain went. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Oh my God. Amazing. So yeah, I mean, I've found people like I'll post about it on TikTok because it's like, it's TikTok and I'll just be like, I'm feeling this way today. Or like, I'm not able to get out of bed because I'm attached to this fictional world today. And people are like, Oh my God, me too. And it's really incredible to find that sort of community because to other you know everybody has their things but to others it might be like it's a fictional world it's fiction and I'm like not to me that's the power of a good book and good writing is just like it can make you think that you know you are a part of these this world and you're you know living alongside these characters and you know I don't think there's anything wrong with you know still looking for fantasy in adult life you know and wanting that it happens with, it's not just books too. It happens with like TV, movies. Yeah, it's all over. I don't know. Oh, I, I had like a, I had a deep, dark, depress- depressive episode when uh, Steve Rogers, <laughs> the ending of Endgame, when I was mad at him. But also, I had like a depressive episode yeah. for a while. Just, Is it healthy? No. Totally <laughs> I can valid. acknowledge that in myself. <laughs> totally valid i next time you have a depressive episode i'll come and take care of you because i know okay, what that's cool. like i'll make you food i'll like you don't have to do Thank anything you. yeah i mean it's we're both in la now so we I mean- exactly another thing about i think getting sad over books or tv or what whatever it may be you saw that i saw you commented on my tiktok the other day where i was like liking all of the smutty books the smutty romance yeah knowing that i'm gonna have like a breakdown because these aren't real men. And I like... Yeah, you only want to get railed by a fictional by a fictional exactly. man, not a real one. Like, yes, I'm bi, but I'm also... I recently discovered that I probably have an avoidant attachment style, which basically means I'm my own cock block. Mm-hmm. Um, working on that in therapy. But also, it's like, yeah, books are just better. <laughs> yeah, we love therapy. I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Once I get health insurance here, <laughs> straight to the psychiatrist. <laughs> no. But, um, there, if you think about it, I was thinking about this the other day because, like, I want to get, like, railed against a wall, right? But. Hypothetically. <laughs> and it's like, I want that enemies to lovers romance. Like, when you read it, you're like, oh my God, he's being mean to her. And she's like, there's banter and it's tension. If a dude was mean to me in real life, there is no fucking way. There is no way. They would just not still be there. They would not still be standing because I'd either walk away or just do, I don't know, punch them, something. I would not have that enemies to lovers. No, like the only, there's been a couple of times in my life that I can like 
point out like I was being negged, you know, like I can point to and be like, okay, this is a guy clearly trying to flirt with me, but like he's trying to take me down a peg while doing it. And the one that sticks out in my life the most was I was filming, it was in high school. I was filming a, one of my uh, projects for my film class and I was, I was directing, I was writing, I was doing all this stuff and I was filming it after, after school with the two actors in the scene and we were filming it. And this guy, and he ended up going to jail later. So this is the whole thing. (laughs) No, he he had graduated and he was just hanging around on campus. So already strike one, leave, go away. (laughs) And uh, he came up to me. He's like, what are you guys filming? And I like told him about it. And it was like a paranormal, like fictional story, all of that. It was like a mystery thing. I needed therapy. (laughs) And, um, And he just goes, that's pretty lame. So how long are you guys going to be filming? And I was like, he, he then tried to keep talking to me. And it's like, you just insulted one my writing in the project that I'm currently literally filming right now. It's like, no, go away. Anyway, he got arrested later because he came back the following year and pulled the uh, smoke, the fire alarm. So one of his friends could get out of a test and then got arrested for being caught on campus because they didn't book it immediately. He was just wandering the halls while everyone else had evacuated. So idiot. Anyway. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. No, I like <laughs> the insults are super sexy in books. The insults are, yes. and again, it's like that tension and it's the buildup, but I'm too much of a hothead, I think, to like have that happen to me in real life and be like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I will literally, I will literally break your nose right now. Do yeah. You- I've gotten through too much trauma to like let a man <laughs> speak down to me. <laughs> bit scarier in real life too being a woman and having like a man like you know be mean to you you're like what is you know it because of the world we live in but at least in books we're safe right that got really deep really quick so sorry that's fine you know like I said we have no idea what this podcast is if it turns into just like group therapy I'm fine with that (laughs) exactly Just us therapizing each other. Good. Yes, exactly. Yes. So do you want to talk a bit more about Akatar and uh, <laughs> how you've kind of made that your brand on TikTok? Well, first, what does Akatar stand for, for the uninformed? So Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss or Mass, however, you, whatever your preference is, lovingly known as SJM. Yeah, she's written a couple of series, um, a few now, her new book um crescent city a house or is it oh my god i'm a bad sjm fan house of crescent city sequel william you need to cut this out so people don't think that i'm a SJM <laughs> fan house of william, sky and breath william weave it in <laughs> this is the authentic felina <laughs> the authentic lady cassian <laughs> i'm a fake fan yeah her new book uh, House of Sky and Breath is coming out in February, which is the sequel to Crescent City. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. But she's also written Throne of Glass. But Akatar is the only one that I've read. Well, no, I've read Crescent City. Anyway, off topic. Yes. So I'm caffeinated. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm everywhere. Yeah, I read A Court of Thorns and Roses. Let's see. I didn't even know what it was. I literally just picked it up at the library and it took me so long like to start reading it. I had I had like just read through the first chapter and it took me like four months or something like that. And then my best friend, not from, not Emma, TikTok Emma, the one, the IPB Emma, but my like best friend um, from back home, Emma, she started reading it. She was like, Paulina, you have to get into it. And so I did. And then 
the rest was um, sort of history. My mom just being like incredibly concerned about why I was crying over fey men and like not being able to function as a normal human being. It was definitely an experience. Like I've never, there's just something about SJM's writing that's so immersive and like it's just insane. And I think I just started making content and like talking about it in the hopes of someone else wanting to talk about it with me and it's sort of as a way of coping and I am very like possessive sounds like a toxic negative thing to say but I'm like very possessive over for example with Cassian I'm like I need to be Lady Cassian I need Cassian as a character in the book for any like buddy listening but um I'm like I need to be Lady Cassian I need people to know that I love him like I'm possessive in that sort of way which is terrifying Sagittarius energy (laughs) (laughs) no but what you mentioned about you know I just wanted another outlet to like talk about this like that's the same reason I started making YouTube videos was my friends were tired of listening to me rant about things so I started recording videos and for a long time no one listened and then they did you know so I think that's how a lot of people get into any type of content creation is just like, you know, I just want a new avenue to to explore this thing I love or don't love. Um, But before you mentioned that there is a toxic side of the Akatar fandom and I'm messy. So I do need details. Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) The Akatar fandom. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot. It's, it's ever growing, which is fantastic. Um, I'm so happy that, you know, other people are joining and more people are reading the books and enjoying them. I would say the toxic side is, so a couple of things come to mind. One, so I did mention there is going to be a live adaptation. It's being written by SJM herself and also the creator of Outlander. And there's an actress on the show Legacies, which is like a Vampire diary spinoff. Her name is Danielle Rose Russell. What I love about Legacies is it's a spinoff of a spinoff because it's yes. a spinoff from the originals, which is a spinoff from the Vampire's Diary. It's like parallel universes, right? It's like, it just keeps going. It's capitalism at its finest. <laughs> yeah. We love that. Yeah. So she just like followed SJM. I'm going to just refer to Sarah J. Mass as SJM. I hope that's okay. But she followed her on Instagram and people started freaking out because it was like right after the adaptation was announced and they were like, she's going to play Feyre, which is the main character in Akatar. And so they started bullying her off of like, she was bullied off of Twitter basically because they were like, you're too fat to play Feyre, um, which is I was so angry and I I made like a little video about it. I was like, if you're part of that, you know, fandom, like the part of our fandom that said that Danielle Rose Russell is too fat to play Feyre, like you're not welcome on my page because like I don't tolerate body shaming or anything of the sort of any kind. So did that make sense? Yes, I think it did. Yes, it does. Any sort of any kind. Yes, word. that makes sense. Yeah, so... That's really, really disappointing because as someone who, you know, is mid-sized, I would love to see a Feyre that is mid-sized. And she's, to like, it's insane to me how, you know, societal standards, if we're going to get into it, she's basically, she's not, she's not fat. And being fat is not a bad thing, first off. Fat is used in such like a negative way. But I'm like do people have eyes? Because basically she fits like the societal standard of 
what about like women's body types so that was like crazy to me yeah it's just insane I'm trying to like no I, I totally I get what you're saying 100% it's like the um a lot of people like to uh preach body positivity and acceptance but then the moment like an idea they have of like say a character and this is very common in like comic book casting for live actions there seems to be a lot of backlash over you know people with actual normal body proportions portraying you know fictional characters yeah. that are regardless of how they are written or portrayed or drawn like they're idealized versions of fiction and so naturally there's going to be a disconnect when a casting occurs it's just insane to me because she is like a bit curvier like she does have a fuller body type but people were shaming her in such a way that is like it really shows how bigger women are treated in society like even Sorry, I'm trying to like put my thoughts together. I can't do this. This is a normal, this is a normal thought process, Paulina. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, I need to be perfect for this podcast. Hi, this is a podcast run by a YouTuber who barely knows what she's doing 90% of the time. I, I had like a realization the other day. I was like, wait a minute, people who rep me also rep like Kelsey Kreppel and like I all these other that. people. And I was like, what? Where? When you come into consciousness and you're suddenly an influencer, like it's... <laughs> It's like, like no one knows what they're doing, especially not on this podcast. We don't know what this podcast is yet. So you don't have to be perfect for the Swell Shenanigans podcast. I promise. Well, so, okay. So basically I'm going to put it in terms of this. So I uh, am going to school to be an actress right now. I would love to be an actress. I, again, identify as midsize. And if... I were to be cast as someone like Feyre or Nesta or Elaine, which is other characters in the book series, and people were saying that I was too fat, is probably one of the most hurtful things ever. Because why is it about my body and not about my talent, right? I think that it is just so upsetting that that happened and that they bullied her off, you know, of Twitter when it could have just been that she was following SJM because she liked the books, right? Not necessarily because she was being cast. Yeah, I think people forget at the end of the day, like fame is such a fake made up concept that is literally all, hi, here's me railing on capitalism again, but like fame is so fake. And like, I think people forget celebrities, actors, singers, all of them. They're just people they could like to read as well. You know, like yes, like you said, right. she could literally just be excited that a book series she's like is being ad adapted. Like it literally could just be that. Yeah. And so the fact that like god that's ugh. i know it's really, it's really disappointing and i really do not want to associate with myself with that part of the fandom because yeah i've always struggled with my body type and like body seeing that happen and like body shaming it just hits a sort of different nerve that's very personal but i would love to see body diversity in the akatar adaptation i think with a lot of fantasy adaptations with a lot of like film or TV adaptations. A lot of the characters are just like thin and which is totally fine. Every that's, thin, you know, every white. It's like, here's yeah. my fictional fantasy world. Everyone's skin is porcelain. It's like, wow, that's the best you can come up with. And that's, again, that's not me saying like, you know, skinny people, <laughs> like everybody is, you know, beautiful and deserves. No, you're love. You're, li you're literally just saying that, like, hey, this is an actress who doesn't like. She doesn't fit 
what the words you see written on a page or whatever mm-hmm. image you have in your mind. And like, there are times where there's been, you know, backlash from people not liking the fact that someone had a different hair color than the casting that they thought, you know, like it's live action adaptations, I think are always not doomed to fail, because obviously, we've seen so many do so well. And like, the success of the shadow and bone adaptation, even if it's not perfect. And even if like, I know she's never going to end up with the darkling. Like, it's still, yeah, right. you know, people, <laughs> I... they casted Ben Barnes. I don't know what they were thinking there. I love him, but like, I was never going to root for Mal. It was just never going to happen. Right. It's like the competition, there is none. But I have talked about it on, you know, my TikTok again before. And it's been a problem with fan arts where, you know, characters might be described a certain way as like plus size or curvier or however you want, however you want to describe it. But women that are just like bigger than what we see in the media. Not a Victoria's Secret model. Right, exactly. Um, That are kind of then skinny washed in fan art. I understand that fan art is subjective and people are gonna, you know, draw how they imagine the character being. But it's like when I see a fan art of a character that has my body's hype, the the amount of joy it brings me is like undefeated because um, it's like, it shows me or it makes me feel like I have the ability to be loved by someone as beautiful as a fictional character. <laughs> like, does that make sense, you know? So yeah. I would love to see body diversity. Basically, that's that's me saying I would love to see body diversity in the mm. Avatar. So of- cast Paulina. Yes. And then for Ice Planet Barbarians, cast me (laughs) i am five two i can make any man look gigantic (laughs) i can make any penis look gigantic (laughs) don't let people like porn do you know how many people are trying to get me to do an OnlyFans? like we can't put that out there i fight off the feet people with a stick at least (laughs) once a week But I hope that that all made sense about like all my words yeah. coming together. I find it hard to like, there's a lot of thoughts up here. So I find it hard to articulate myself. Another kind of like messy, toxic thing, which just blows my mind. It's the world of ships. I feel like the world of ships in general, not like sailing mm-hmm. ships, but like, you know, ships, <laughs> relationships. Yes. Yes. There's um, different ships in the Akatar fandom. Um, from people, you know, from characters that haven't had their books written about them yet, but people receive death threats for shipping certain characters together. And that to me is like, please, what? Yeah, there's like the, uh, there's the Voltron fandom that uh, sent voice actors death threats because they didn't like comments that were made about certain ships that they wanted or whatever. Like there needs to be a reminder that there is a line between fiction and reality yeah and also that just because you say that you're team edward doesn't mean that team jacob can go and send death threats you know like things like i'm just the most broad example i can use yeah there that always stresses me out it's like one they're fictional characters (laughs) this is a human being you're threatening again and like literally as someone who often like the line between reality and fiction often gets blurred because i'm in that world so much like i would never think about sending death threats to another person just because i don't like in any case, in any scenario, not even in the Akatar fandom, it's like, I can't imagine doing that to a person. It's just awful. Like, people like what they like. If they're not hurting anyone, I don't think it's a problem. All my Elreal and my Gwynreal shippers, like, totally fine. 
you know, I don't know. Have you read the series? Have you read? (laughs) No, that's okay. That's all right. I just know the sounds that they make um, when they're having sex because I spend way too much time. On my TikTok and how they drown out the sounds of the the wounded and dying on the balcony. <laughs> Honestly, that's not that's not one of my uh, that's not one of the proudest moments. Like when people, I know that's what like a lot of people associate with Avatar. It is pretty. It is pretty fucking ridiculous. Honestly, <laughs> since I haven't read the series, can you like quantify for me like how much smut is actually in this series? You know what? So I'm pretty sure originally it was marketed as YA. Don't quote me on that, but I think that might have been. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I know now. Like when I go, to, I go to the Barnes and Noble at the Grove a lot because I have impulse control issues and I like buying books that yeah. I don't get to read because I don't have time. But whenever I'm wandering through like the horror and fantasy section or like that series is now put with like the just fantasy section in general and not like young adult or anything like that. And bookstores are kind of still trying to figure out what to really categorize as new adult and, you know, where to put them in bookstores. Cause that's just, it's still a fairly new genre of marketing, but I mean, yeah, from what it, what I've heard, it does sound like it would probably be stuck in new adult now. Yeah. So a court of thorns and roses, the first book, it has one very short scene and paragraph page. What are we talking? Like, <laughs> I think it was a page. I need size details, Paulina. <laughs> like of the penis or of the page. Um, I honestly, oh my gosh, yeah, I think it, I think it was a page, maybe a page and a half. Watch it be like a paragraph, and I'm just gonna get hate because like it's two, it's two line. It just says they have sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like some twelve year old fanfic. And then I think that a court of mist and fury, which is like the masses like favorite that's the favorite out i'm sorry of- side note to ha- to be an author and you have your fans call themselves masses oh no. Like- no 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 i i mean like the oh, masses- like the masses like the group of people okay yeah. sarah j mass though you need to have your fans call you ma- them call themselves the masses, the masses because that is such a great setup and but they spell it like her last name okay that's pretty great <laughs> i'm a genius Basically, what you're saying. Yes. I didn't even, I meant like just the masses of like the fandom. A Court of Mist and Fury, also known as Akamath, gets spicier. There's a few pages more I'm than. Akamath is such a funny word. I know all of the, what is it? Oh my God. What are they called? Acronyms. Acronyms. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I should not have graduated elementary school, to be honest. Um, you're good. I, I have an associate's in English and I, I still use the word yeet and people get mad at me. <laughs> So yeah, that one gets spicier. Akawar is the one where you hear the growls of pleasure drowning out the war sounds of the wounded and dying. <laughs> when I, even when I was reading that, I was like, hmm. I was like, okay, all right. That's a line you write when you're two glasses of wine into your writing session. Yeah. Like that's 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 when you write that. <laughs> I so th- yeah so there's that and then a court. Uh, Frost and Starlight, which is a little novella, is spicy as well. Like not just straight smut. It's actually not straight smut. And it's the least favorite of a lot of people like out of the series. Is it just because it is a novella or because I've seen a lot of series like I know a lot of people who like don't even consider novellas like in part of a greater series to even consider that as part of the lore. Yeah, I think 
I, it's just because it's like what happens after Aka War. It's not like there's, I think there's like one smut scene and it, it's just kind of like wrapping everything up. And it kind of, it's, it did set up A Court of Silver Flames, which is the uh, latest installment in the series. My personal favorite because it's about Cassian um the love of my love of my life am i allowed to say that no one's ever gonna want to date me no one's ever gonna want to love i'm perpetually me. single and i'm my own cock block so you're fine <laughs> so um that one is smut there's a lot of good scenes in there lots of good scenes yeah i love cassian also let's just i'm just gonna talk about this real quick because i relate to him the most he's definitely a fire sign i am a fire sign i'm a sagittarius um, <laughs> that's astrologically. I'm a Scorpio and I get along with SAG. So you're good. I love Scorpios. I love Scorpios. <laughs> that being said, Sarah J. Mass, I, or Moss, however you actually pronounce it, I would like to be cast as anything in your adaptation. Um, I will play a tree. I can play a rock. I was going to say that. <laughs> I'll, I would probably make a really great rock or tree or fish. Can we do, okay, I've always wanted to do this. Can we do like a headshot photo shoot day where we just dress up and make headshots of ourselves as like inanimate objects, like trees and stuff? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we're, we're going to do that. That's going to be a Pauline and Amanda day. Yes, absolutely. Which we are having. We are hanging out. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, that's kind of, yeah, the Akatar fandom is interesting and crazy. And I'm very thankful I came upon it. It's kind of nuts to me that people watch my videos. It's just absolutely insane. And I'm very thankful. I've always just liked to make people laugh and being able to do that and it being about something that I love and I'm like passionate about is so wonderful. And thank you everyone for following me. That's so nice. <laughs> That's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any other questions about the fandom or book talk? Is there any smut series or any just series in general that you see picking up steam slowly or like, have you read this? Like any of that? Oh gosh. I, do you have half an hour? Because uh, <laughs> um, yeah. let's get the cliff notes. There are a lot of series picking up steam. Um, Guild, I can't remember the author, is like gaining a lot of popularity and I want to read it so bad. It's on my TBR. That's the Midas um, retail right yeah so it's the king midas retelling for everyone that's like wanting to read it please please check trigger warnings i've heard they're very intense so there's a lot of stockholm syndrome i know is one of them yeah there's i mean there's just a lot so please check trigger warnings there's so many books that i have seen that they're all just like in my brain another book series that i really like that's not really like smut there's a couple of scenes in it it's called the bridge kingdom by danielle jensen that's the jensen i have read her stuff yeah i'm way behind on everything considering the fact that i just read the first book for the off-campus series but i do know that they found a hockey player on tiktok and they bullied him into reading it because they wanted him to because they were like oh my god guys it's Garrett he's a hockey player and uh they got him to basically mold his whole TikTok personality around this fictional character which is honestly hilarious and if he hey if you can profit off of people thinking you're the perfect casting for something you might as well yeah um I'm trying to think off in my brain what else is there I'm like blanking on everything I can't be on the spot ever that's fine but um, I love, I love smut. 
(laughs) Kindle Unlimited is incredible. (laughs) Yeah, no, quite literally. Oh, you know what? I haven't read this yet. Uh, A Touch of Darkness. Oh, yeah, I haven't read that. Have you read Den of Vipers? I have not. Do you want to borrow my copy? I bought the hard copy. (laughs) I would love to. Dude, it's like a brick. It's huge. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that it's pretty intense. I mean, I grew up on Wattpad smut, so I mean... I don't think so. I mean, am I into it? But what? No. But was I clutching my pearls? No. You know, yeah. I, I think it. De- I think it depends what you're like, what you've grown up with. Type right. Of thing. Um, I'm currently reading the Spanish Love Deception, which has smut in it. Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, but I know it does. Uh, I've heard Beach Read. These are like it depends. Like there's contemporary like romance where there's smut, and then there's like fantasy smut. Yeah, a lot of the contemporary that I've been seeing though, people are like. You guys said this was smut, and then there's, like, one scene, and it wasn't even that hot. And it's like, stop doing this to me. Right. So I have yet to read those. I really want to read It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. I've seen some of the smut, like, snippets on TikTok, and I'm like, okay. Like, I... Yeah, I'm touch deprived. So I um, We're in a pandemic, we all are. You're good. <laughs> my my best friend Kayla, who I met on on TikTok, she and Emma actually, they've read like Orc Smut. That's a thing. Monster Boyfriends, come on. <laughs> yeah. And so Monster Boyfriends, Orc Smut, and then there's also Dinosaur Smut. There's a I think there's a book called Taken by the Triceratops or something like that, if you're into it. There's a ton there's a ton of stuff. There's I mean, See, this wonderful. is the problem with being naturally curious, because like, <laughs> there you were about to have a heyday. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot, there's something for every kink. You will not be, <laughs> you will not be. You will out. find some new ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and I think smut talk is so fun and it's so great. I've always been such a like a sex positive person, and I'm really glad. I mean, there was a there was a whole like. Thing where people were like if you read smut you have a porn addiction and i it, it was like a whole debacle on that's the word that people like to whip out all the time you know like the I know. yeah were you and you you saw chad right the chad guy who no oh my god you didn't hear about this okay wait let me explain this to you because i i bet you heard about this so a girl was literally just recommending some like enemies to lovers smut yeah. books or whatever like dirty books like just doing a regular recommendation video mm-hmm. and this dude literally named chat took it upon himself to log on and be like why is it always girls who read spicy books are so loud about reading spicy books don't they I know, know how weird it is about. and all and he was like and it's like, one, what girl chose books over you because you were bad in bed? Two, how did you think this was going to go his way? Like, Barnes and Nobles have made sections that literally have a photo of his face that said the uh, Chad recommendations. And it's just all smut books. Like, this dude has been torn apart by TikTok. They've de- he's deleted all of his videos. Oh I think he may have deleted God. his account. But, like, that is the type of community I like seeing on TikTok where yeah. everyone was just like, okay, cool, villain of the week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you're well, an idiot. I mean, there is... Yeah, that's, I know about the Chad thing. I did not know about the Barnes and Noble, them putting his face up. Oh my God, they're great. But that was, oh my God, that's I, iconic. Iconic. <laughs> um, yeah. There's always something, there's always something going on with 
book talk it's it's kind of crazy it's become such a massive again like i said like such a massive community so yeah i'm not surprised that that happened because you will not come you cannot come for book talk especially the men we'd like wholesome men on book talk well there's a lot there are male romance writers on tiktok you know and they it's like they're like yeah and one of them is dummy hot and i don't know if he models for his own books but he's so attractive i don't understand i love that to end things off, Paulina. Yes. Do you have a shenanigan? Remind me what a shenanigan is again. So a shenanigan is literally anything, but it's, you know, tomfoolery, jokes, uh, scammy behavior on occasion. Hence, uh, we've had a variety of bird-related shenanigans. Um, and a shenanigan can be something that you did or something that happened to you, you know? And it could be... Anytime in my life. Anytime in your life. Oh, we've got more than one, like, oh, here's a childhood shenanigan. Like, multiple of those. Okay. So, literally whatever you would like. There's one. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm about it. Okay, here we go. All right, so when I was, like, 17 or 18, um, I thought it would be funny to get my friend lube for his birthday and I didn't want to pay for it and this was the first time I'd ever tried shoplifting and the first and only time because I got caught and it was I had like seven bottles of lube that what it was so <laughs> embarrassing. like okay like, pause pause yeah. I'm sorry which store were you at <laughs> were you at a sex store You've shoplifted. Okay, well, one Walmart, I would say, arguably, is probably the most shoplifted from chain in all time. Yes. Um, But also, lube from Walmart. The guy, the guy was like, the guy was probably like in his 50s. And he was like, "Um, can I see your receipt for that? And I was like, um, uh, yeah. And I didn't have the receipt. So I just handed over all the lube because I had like an armful and I handed it all over to him. You and didn't I'm even like, try and shoplift it properly. You were just like, okay, I'm going to walk out now. I yeah, got, I got exactly. the goods. I'm going to leave. And so that was like literally the just, I couldn't go into that Walmart for like a year. Cause it was, it was right next to my house. It's where I used to like shop at a lot and I couldn't do it. I was so embarrassed. Thank God I didn't get like arrested or anything. Like I just gave it back and, wet like left oh yeah because you're not from california and they have different shoplifting laws yeah i don't i don't know i just like handed it back and i was like i'm sorry gotta go but it was just yeah, so- no because i know in california unless it like tallies and totals up at like over it has to now it has to tally over a certain amount otherwise it's like literally like a misdemeanor and they won't even give you a fine like there's something ridiculous yeah. about it which shoplift from big chains and then if it's yeah. a hobby lobby shoplift all you want i'm not inciting crime but right. I also am. And <laughs> so that's my, I guess that's my shenanigan. I've never told anyone that before. And I just told the internet. So yeah, no, that's fine. The only time I like, God, I, I'm, I'm sure there's been times where like I accidentally stole something, but like my parents did get me really young with uh, instilling a fear of authority and a fear of shoplifting. And like when I was three, my dad was coming back from like a business trip and my mom was like, we're gonna go to Hallmark. This is when I still spoke to my mom. We're going to Hallmark and uh, we're gonna get him a card. And I had seen a stamp and I was like, oh, my dad would like that. And I just put it in my pocket. And it wasn't until we were at dinner after we'd picked up my dad from the airport. 
And I was like, dad, I got you something. And I took it out and I was so excited to give my dad his gift. So excited. And their faces both just drop. That night, my mom and my dad take me in to go bring it back and apologize. And my dad's like standing outside. I can't believe you're making her do this. I'm not going in with you. I'm not going to see this. The manager is crying because I'm crying because I feel so bad that I didn't did something wrong with her. <laughs> Anyway, hey, sometimes the fear of God does work. <laughs> children. Oh my but also, God. But also, I will say, it's not that it prevented me from like, oh, I don't want to be a bad kid. It wasn't like that. I just knew I was like, well, let's see. If I get caught, then I'm going to have to go back and do this. I'm going to have to do that. And that's just a lot of work. And I don't really want to deal with the work that come with the ramifications of right. getting caught doing something wrong. So I was like, I'm just going to not do it. So, <laughs> so basically, yeah. I was too lazy to be a bad kid. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. Also, I just didn't want to buy like eight bottles of lube. That gets expensive. Why? Okay, wait, wait. I think we're over. Okay, why eight bottles? <laughs> I just wanted to get him like every brand as a joke. I thought it would be funny. And it was, it did not end up being funny at all. I was like crying in my car. I was like, mom, guess what just happened? I tried to shoplift and got caught. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't tell her what I was trying to shoplift because. She's like, why, why do you need eight bottles of lube? Why, why would you, why would you need that? So it didn't, it, it was not a good joke. It was not a good joke. So that's my shenanigan. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you for the courage coming on here to share your shenanigan. Um, you. But that's going to be it. Uh, thank you, Paulina, for coming on. Tell everyone where they can find you. I am Lady Cassian on TikTok. Uh, no caps, just that Lady Cassian. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Lady.Cassian. Um, I just made that bookstagram. And then my like personal Instagram is Paulina Nikolai, P-O-L-I-N-A. Nikolai N-I-K-O-L-A-Y yep that's how you spell that um I hope <laughs> I did okay I'm so sorry I have a hard you time did good my no thoughts. you did so good and I thank you so much for coming on and just talking with me about you know mental health and uh bookstagram and smut it's always no fun ways. I love the I love a mixed bag of a podcast yes, thank you um, so much for like thinking of me and inviting me on yes nah. yay well, thank you all for listening. Um, as always, all of our stuff will be down below. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast or just subscribe to the video portion of this podcast on YouTube. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube and hopefully eventually 4,000 hours of watch time so I can eventually make money. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is the official 10th episode of the podcast. So congratulations on being on the 10th episode. Yay. Yay. That's gonna be it. And I still don't have an outro for this podcast. So goodbye. All right. Bye.